With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, all right, all right. Uh, this is your boy, Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. Hey, I'm early for tomorrow. I apologize for my tardiness. Uh, there's a lot of things going on, but I'm back by popular demand. I can see there's people on the line. Um, yeah, I see people just got off the line because I guess people was waiting for me to come in. You know what I'm saying? And uh, just a brand new day. It's a lot to talk about. And uh, I don't know, man. It's just one of those evenings for me. I'm dedicating this show uh, to my older brother that passed away. You know, he passed away last Thursday. You know what I mean? But uh, I'm I'm actually trying to take care of so many things. My mind is going a thousand miles an hour. You know what I'm saying? So y'all get got to just forgive me tonight. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm kind of sad. But I'm happy. You know what I mean? A lot of things happened since last Thursday. My brother passed away up in New Zealand. And I just kind of want to pay respects for uh, a wonderful brother that was on this earth. You know what I mean? Did wonderful things. His funeral is tomorrow, but his funeral is actually going to be on Wednesday. Actually going to be on Wednesday. And um, that means it's going to be out here on Tuesday. So it's 19 hours ahead in New Zealand. You know what I mean? It's 19 hours ahead in New Zealand. So that means the funeral out here on the West Coast in California is going to be at 830 Pacific Coast time. You know what I mean? So, uh, that's why I met with this. And I thank everybody for tuning in, like they're tuning in. But like I said, tonight is dedicated to my older brother who passed away last Thursday of unique, strange type of cancer. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they don't know what type of cancer he had. He was the first person that ever had this type of cancer. He fought it for like two years. You know what I mean? He never really said, you know, I, you know, when a person first go through that type of stuff, you know, they don't know they're going to die later. You know what I mean? Because they figure they can, it's just a, a illness. So the night is about staying healthy, you know, and staying ready, staying prepared. 
You know, don't leave your family stuck. You know what I'm saying? Which, you know, I'm so blessed that my brother was smart enough, you know, to uh, hmm, take care of himself before he left this earth. And I'm just going to be speaking about the uniqueness of, uh, of our people that we keep ignoring that's doing something special in society. And, and we're not like giving them respect enough to let them know how much we appreciate them. So, like I said, I know, I know that, you know, sometimes a lot of people don't care about, you know, death or somebody dying or, you know, they say that ain't, that ain't my family member or that's not somebody I know. So, you know, you know, my prayer's going out, but you know what? I'm kind of upset in a way. The reason why I'm kind of upset in a way is because you can't find a twin, uh, a person like yourself. Like I do a lot. I go out my way for a lot of things, a lot of situations. I'm just going to just be 1,000. I hope all my people that I know that I came to support I mean, on some real stuff. I mean, my immediate friends, uh, people that I know that I know that I deal with, you know, on the day to day, not just people I just talk to once in a while, some business. I'm talking about people that know me, know my family. And it's like it's all people from my high school that's like from 37 years ago that's like stepping up and, you know, donating and. And coming by and concerned, it's like, but my immediate friends, you know, nobody's around. Nobody haven't even, you know, I got homeboys, homegirls, I got friends, I got people. And it's like the people that I actually really know, the, the people that I actually really know, you know what I'm saying? They ain't been around. Nobody's been around. Nobody, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I'm 54 years old now, so I'm seeing that. I got to make sure all my stuff is game tight. You know what I mean? It's like, well, who's going to take care of me when I get sick? Who's going to take care of me when I'm down? Feel what I'm saying? It's like, I'm sure y'all understand what I'm talking about. I'm sure things didn't happen to you. Um, I don't know. I don't want to sit here and make it like if I'm trying to cry or Pout, but it's just something that's not right <clears throat> about this situation. Uh, I've never been through this situation before of uh, a, a death so close to me. I usually, like I said, I go to my friends, families, cousins, homeboys, homeboy peoples, and I just go support people's funerals and I, I comfort them. I show them empathy and sympathy, and, and it's like nobody hasn't came to knock on my door. I have people that have done it, but it's like people that I don't, ex you know, that I don't expect it. But it's like the people that you expect, it's like, damn, I'm not like separated from people that I grew up with, that I have love for, that I used to die, want to die for. It's like, 
maybe because it's just my own maybe because it's it's my brother and it's not their brother but i didn't want to sympathize people mothers funerals fathers funerals sons funerals and it's like damn really though like what's really going on in this society to where you have to accept you have to accept that things is not they like they used to be you have to accept that you have to just you know be able to deal with change and this right here is an epiphany of me really showing me that something so positive i mean i have to look at it in a positive level to let me know that i'm not street no more you feel me it lets me know that i'm not a street person no more i am a regular abided by american negro or american descendant of slaves type of person and that's a positive thing i can't look at it negative i have to look at it as you are not street no more you are a regular dude now you know what i'm saying so people are not going to uh uh acclaim like they used to do when you was in them streets i don't run the streets no more so i don't i don't think i I already got my street credit years ago, so I don't need no fame from the streets anyway. So, you know, this is just how I want to start my show. Um, like I said, my brother was a great man. He was very smart. Very smart. He was a genius. I feel this because of how he conducted himself and how he built up an empire and how he left the United States and went to, to Europe and started training the European population on how to play American basketball, which he'd been doing for 30 years. He built a company up called Maniac Basketball in England at first. Then he moved to New Zealand, been out there maybe 15 years. At the same time, uh, he became a coach, a mentor, um, a major player in the game of basketball overseas came like a Magic Johnson on a level, like a Magic Johnson, seriously. I mean, to, uh, and actually when they do his funeral, they're gonna actually have his funeral at the Pro International Basketball Stadium that hosts 18,000 people. And they're gonna do, or have let him have his funeral, which he actually paid, when he actually paid, what's up? We actually paid for his for his uh, funeral to be videotaped worldwide. I mean, who do that? So now, what's up? Y'all right? Are you doing your show? Yeah, just about 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Um, he, uh, you know, he built up this empire, and he actually he owned like 30 percent of fubu back in europe when it was out he started a computer part company he actually had 30 quarter horses because you know out there they play they play polo you know what i'm saying um what else have you done he taught over at least he taught at least a hundred thousand people in europe all over the whole europe how to play American basketball. You can look his name up, Alfredo Williams. Um, he turned into, at the end of the day, 
They called him a celebrity coach. He had an offer to go coach Wales basketball team before he died. He actually opened up like a red lobster steak house restaurant as he was dying. Um, man, unbelievable brother. For them to want to do his funeral at a basketball gym, at a basketball stadium, that's the same thing as as, as Nipsey Hussle. He, they had a his funeral at a basketball stadium at Staples Center. So my brother is actually on the same level. Uh, he's older, so he's been doing this. You know what I'm saying? And I just wanted to give my brother props. Um, you know, that's my brother. So I'm, a, I'm in a position to... Uh, bless him and letting his name you know be on this recording um i think think i just think it's amazing on how a brother come from the ghetto you know what i'm saying never been caught up never been he probably been in trouble never got caught in trouble and um and i know it's other brothers out there like that and I know his brothers that's in prison, that's great guys that never had an opportunity to even show their talent. You know what I'm saying? And that's what's re- what I really want to get to is just a lot of a lot of things are going on to everybody, families, friends, relatives. I mean, I don't know. I'm going to open up my open form right now because I don't want to waste nobody's time. Um. Oh, man. Like I said, I'm just getting ready for my brother's funeral tomorrow. So, like I said, y'all forgive me for my softness tonight. Um, I just want to make an announcement also tomorrow, uh, being that they know that my brother's funeral is going to be at this major stadium in New Zealand tomorrow or Wednesday. And we're going to see it on tomorrow night on Tuesday. Punch Television actually let me set up a big screening of my brother's funeral because you can go online tomorrow and watch my brother's funeral online. So I'm, I'm going to try to get the information before the show is out. And everybody that's on the show tonight can actually look at my brother's funeral tomorrow because I will be at Punch Television. I have 250 seats. I'll be feeding the people and we're going to sit there and watch my brother's funeral uh media network this is something that my brother paid for himself in his will so we're going to honor that if anybody's around la area around 8 30 come on out to my brother's memorial celebration of life worldwide if you can't make it go online and watch it and support and check out this wonderful guy this wonderful dude who had a wonderful life and left a wonderful legacy um tonight is about understanding supporting and don't give people their roses when they dead so i'm gonna just open up form these mics are gonna be on i hope nobody's background is, yeah. uh, you know what i mean background hello hello is anybody online here like, i see like people on the line how's everybody doing this evening I'm doing good. All right, all right, all right. And can I get a roll call, please? I see a 415, a 480, a 661, a 267, and an 818. And I 
see Miss QB on the phone too. I got so can I get a roll call? Uh, hey, this your boy. Yeah, yeah, this is Jay. You know I'm here. This is Brother Jay. How you doing, uh, loved one? First, I'd like to send my condolences out to you and your family, you know, for taking a loss. And then, you know, it's a game for everybody else. But um, my, me and my Sally, we still our condolences, big bro. And um, I got my brother, uh, M.O. Tep, on the phone as well. And uh, M.O. Tep, could you uh, 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 give a shout-out? Yeah, uh, Ujambo, people. And I'd also like to uh, send my condolences to you and your family for the loss of your brother. And we're here to do it how you need to do it. Manifest what you need to manifest to make this a success. Hey, you have to uh, speak into the phone, my brother. Hey, uh, Tap, he didn't, he didn't catch you. Uh-huh. He said, I heard it. It's like when he speaks, he speaks up a little bit. And, uh, oh, Tap, uh, I was talking to my homie, and I told him your name, and he knew about you. So your name out there in the universe, but people with those conscious minds, my brother. So whatever you've been putting down since you've been gone, uh, people loving who what you're doing for whatever you're doing up where you at, okay? So I'm just letting you know. Um, you got a name out here in these streets on some real positive stuff, my brother. So I'm just letting you know that. All right. Thank you. Yeah. So I was just really just speaking about, you know, how is it that we're going to stay together during, you know, through these times? You know, how do you pick new friends in your life to keep going? You know what I'm saying? Once you lose your old friends, how do you find new friends? You feel me? Can anybody elaborate on that? Or do you need new friends? Well, um, you just need those good oh. ones around you. That's what you need. Wow. That's, but now, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to come in a little later. Hey, Mo Tep, um, won't you elaborate on that and then I'm going uh, to interject. All right. Um, as far as leaving your old friends behind, it's it's just a matter of your growth, right? Uh, you can look at your own life from childhood up, the things that you valued and the people that you value at that particular time. And then you look at why you value those particular people. As you get older and get more life experiences, your values change and your friendships change. It's not to say that the friends you made back then are still not your friends, but you cultivated a relationship based on your comprehension and understanding of the world, people, places, and things at that time. As you get older and have more life experiences, those, those things change. Now, how they come into your life is by you manifesting. See, whatever type of person you are, like they say, water takes its own level, you draw those type of people to you for the betterment or the worse of your life. Right? What you are is what you get. So uh, speaking on as what he said earlier, part of why it, my name is out there is because I, I actually sacrificed my past life in order to, to be reborn in here. To spend me 30 years studying, uh, going through initiation systems, the whole 10 yards, in order to be something that all of the people that knew me, and all of the 70 people that came to court to stood up for me to make them proud 
So my new friendship, such as you guys here, is based on that. It's based on my growth, life experiences, and the energy in which I put out in the world. Look at us. We're on the radio show from where we are. You dig? So uh, reality is what it is. And uh, I'll leave it open right there for somebody to add on to or... I feel like you got different kinds of friends. This is Heather Beach, by the way. Uh, I'm over here in Arizona coming to you live, Heather Badass. Um, I was going through it, too. So, like, when you were talking about your brother, I was like, man, I was right there about to die my damn self. So it's like I feel for everything that you're saying right now. Uh, and, you know, rest in peace to your brother, too. So it's like, Thank you. I can't Thank imagine you. Leaving, I can't imagine losing a sibling, especially since, like, I had two of my siblings step up. But I have one. She's so fucking full of her damn self right now. I just cannot believe her. So I'm like, I think you just got different kinds of friends. Like you said, the high school ones come back around to help. Whereas, like, the ones that's your best ones just, like, just living life, not even paying attention, not even really there for you. Right. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, and then here goes Brother Jay. So I got to get my input in on this. You know, as you all know, you've been hearing me for several weeks co-hosting this show with Brother Lorenzo, and as I stated, I have to uh, send my condolences out to his family as well as other families who's uh, lost their loved ones as well out there. Um, being incarcerated for the past 30 years, I have learned that friendship is very important, but it's not in the particular friends who are actually your friends. And, uh, I would have to say a person like Renzo, he came into my life and uh, he showed me the value of friendship. He has opened up, he's opened doors for me, and he allowed me to open up doors for other people, the people who we call the voiceless people, the people who don't have a voice. So I do everything in my power to utilize the instrument that uh, Lorenzo has given me, his tool right here. And I'd like to thank him for showing me that no matter where we're at in life, whether we're in prison, on the street, we can find friends. We can continue to find new friends as we all venture to this, into this thing called life. So, you know, that, that's, that's, my, that's a part of my definition of friend, but I want other people to uh, step in and then i you know, elaborate a little more. Um, well, the... Friend is a mental construct anyway, um, and that's basically what we live by in this particular society is a bunch of definitions. Uh, so sticking strictly to that uh, perspective, a friend is somebody who thinks about you as much as they think about themselves. A friend is somebody that if I'm hungry, I'm wondering if you're hungry. friend is somebody who gets to know exactly who you are. You guys all seen real friends, and you would probably have real friends. You think basically the same thing at the same time. Or if you're having a conversation, you know each other so well, and you get to know each other, you know that when this song comes on or when this happens or we see a certain thing, a friend basically becomes an extension of oneself. Anybody that's not on that level, as far as real friends are concerned, is not really your friend. Your friend is not going to put a dollar and put it in your pocket without giving you 50 cents or at least a quarter of it. It doesn't matter what they have, they're going to give it. If you're hurt, they hurt. 
You know what I mean? If you're happy, they're happy, and vice versa. So you can have people that feel that way about you, but the question becomes, are you that way about other people? So in order for me to have good and true and righteous friends, I need to also be a true and righteous friend. I mean, and other people like that are the people that come into your life for your particular growth. Every person is a mirror for you to see if what you espouse to the world, am I true to what I say? So did I have, like, this particular conversation? Am I speaking appropriately? Am I getting the message across? Am I, you feel me? This is a mirror for me. You know what I mean? And everybody who enters my life shows me my strength or my weaknesses, you know, or enhances them or subtracts from them. So these are these are the ways in which uh, we'll say a lot of the we call or people label us as conscious brothers and people. This is how we do this. I have to learn you in order to respect you. If I don't know you or get to know you, we're simply thousand mental constructs. We're just you know uh, habituated into saying certain words that people say on uh, small talk. Small talk is meaningless, and it's a disrespect to anybody that you do it to. And a disrespect to yourself that you don't have the skills to communicate effectively. So, I hope I'm going to leave it. Hmm? I hope I have a good friend. Of course. That's something that I had to realize, too. I, I'm one of those people, like, I expect people to show up to, like, my birthday parties and shit like that. But then it's like, some of my friends I don't even know when their damn birthday is. <laughs> Some fucked up situations. It's like you should be celebrating everything that your friends are doing. Um, and also, like, I, I know I do music and stuff, and it's like I begin on my friends' heads, like, why ain't y'all fucking supporting me? But it's like they, they be expecting the same thing. Like, why ain't you showing up to their kids' birthday parties and stuff like that? I yeah, you know. Around here, but it's like, you know, Bill be fucking killing a motherfucker. All right, we can't be cussing, baby. Oh, my bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I'm going to let you do it about four times, but we got to stop it on the fifth one, though. It's all love. You know, we have to tell somebody every week, you know, we can't do this. I know I get to that feeling, too. You know what I'm saying? I I do that same old thing. So, you ain't did nothing wrong. You know, we all human. At the same time, I just, like I said, this is Compton Politics. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy, and we are live tonight. And it's just a real talk tonight, you know, about, how to find new friends from your old friends how do you move on um how do you just move on you know how did you stay content when you get older you know in your teens your 20s your 30s your 40s your 50s and every and every decade you live is different than each one another one you know what i mean now i'm in my 50s and it's like it's nowhere comparison to when i was in my 40s or my 30s you know what i mean i'm more mature i care more you feel what i'm saying so it's just the dynamics that that you know that you get into when you get older. It ain't that I'm, I'm scary or not. It's just that I'm older, and I've been through so many things in life that I don't want to. I mean, I don't want to mess up. I don't want to keep repeating the same disease. You know what I mean? So uh, uh, just for me to be in my conscious mind to realize that the dynamics in my life is changing, and I'm starting to be aware of it far as my friends, who my friends are, who my acquaintances are, who the people I need to call every day. It's just like this. Every Monday, I know Jay is looking forward to being on my radio show. 
every Monday from now on. The rest of the days of our lives. You feel what I'm saying? So that's a friend. That's is that a friend? Is this a business or is this something that we actually like? He's saying he brought other people to the table. Look how many people on this line right now. You know what I mean? It's like now that's a friend. You know, that's kind of like the Foes magazine. How do you make the Foes magazine? It's not that you're a boss and you, you're not a, on a fortune, the Fitching 500, because you've got all the money. No, you get on Foes because you build other millionaires. You build other billionaires. You made 500 other people millions of dollars a piece. That's how you get on the Foes magazine. That's how you get in that magazine. You know what I'm saying? And that's what this is like. You know, it's the it's ripple effect of life. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, like I said, this open forum, man. You know, I already know how I am. You know, if somebody wanted to just talk and speak, uh, we can talk about logistics of what life is about. Uh, we can talk about the, the uh, logistics about uh, what we need to do for the next conference. I mean, we can talk about everything. You feel me? So whatever y'all want to talk about, we can. It ain't just about me. This is for everybody. You know, I'm going through what I'm going through. I'm here to listen to y'all tonight, really, because I'm just trying to just, you know, I wasn't going to get on tonight. You feel me? I, I'm not going to even lie. I wasn't going to get on tonight. You feel me? But I want to keep continuing. Why don't we talk about those happy memories? You touched on some of those happy memories. How you feel about that, hitting those happy memories, you know, taking out of the dark side. And let's think about the things that you've celebrated during life. And you're like, man, I, I'm thankful I did this with my brother before, you know, he passed. And I want maybe maybe I should be doing this now. You know, like I, I take other people's deaths or my own pains and everything else like that, and I take it as like, all right, like, what would I do if this person was still around? Like, I ain't gonna be sitting around not doing nothing. You know, my legs still work. If my brother was here, what would we be doing? Like, we would be walking down the street, we would be hooping, like, we'd be, you know, finding some young guns to kick it with, you know. I'd be on that kind of rope myself. How do you feel about, you know, switching it to something happy, some happy memories that you went through with your brother, maybe? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, there's so many happy memories, you know what I mean? But there's a lot of times that it was sometimes it wasn't happy. You feel what I'm saying? Um, but at the same time, I mean, you said something that was very, very unique. You said, take yourself back. You just said something like, what would you be doing if he was alive right now? Would, uh, and, and, you know, and that is so kind of like crazy to me because really and truly my brother been living in New Zealand and in Europe for 37 years. So it's not like um, I see my brother every day, every week. Like, and I, it's not like I talk to him every day. You feel what I'm saying? I only see my brother. I counted it's like over the last 37 years, I probably seen my brother 12 times over the last 37 years. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, how do you fulfill that love that that when he wasn't there, you still got that love there? You know what I mean? Uh, what type of love is that? It could hotel um, explain that. What type of love is that? You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Your family member leave gone for 37 years you only see, i only seen my brother like 12 times over the last like i said over the last 37 years so what type of connection do i actually have with my brother and i in the pain that i felt you know usually when somebody's not in your life and you see them every day the love is not really there you know what i'm saying but what is this type of love that i have for my brother can anybody explain that mm -hmm. <clears throat> 
it's 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 a it's a it's an undying love. And when you use the word undying, it's a love that continues to grow. And um, these are the things that these are the values that I think most of us want in life. And uh, oftentimes we don't find it. And you know, it, I mean, I'm gonna put it this way: you're blessed, brother. And when you look, and when you're gonna look back to all the things that you and your brother shared, or the things you haven't shared, you're gonna still see that you wanted the blessings, man. He, um, you both made it out, and now you're giving people like us behind these walls voices to uh, uh, to try to, you know, let people know what's going on with us and share our our our, our moments and stuff. And, and we really appreciate you, brother. And um, I want to know that you have somebody that's trying to call in from a two. Six, seven numbers. Oh, uh, let me see. Cause it's a brother. Uh, it's a brother I invited from um New York. He wanted to uh, elaborate on some of the things. And um, I apologize for this. Oh, it, it is. He's on. He's on at two six seven. Yeah, he's on right now. Yes, yes, yes. He wanted. He wanted to elaborate. That's all. That's why I jumped in real quick. Cause I'm trying to get a bunch right, of people to call in. Right now. Well, tell him to come on. Tell him to say something. He got to say something. That's it. Hey, hey, Lorenzo. Yes, sir. To elaborate, let me let me uh, add to what you're talking about. The thing with you and your brother, and the separation and the distance, you got to remember, everybody is their own entity. If you eat a hamburger, he can't taste it. You feel me? But you can share in the joy and the act of, you know, getting it and so forth. What that shows, and what I would look at it is this: my parents or your parents. Gave you guys enough and taught you enough and instilled enough in you to make you guys go out and conquer the world, go out and travel, not limited to uh, a, ge- a one geographical location. Your brother went way around on the other side of the world. You stayed in this in this geographical region, but you both thrived. Your lives are a testament to your mother and father. You feel me? Your lives are a testament to all of the people that entered in in, in your life as you were developing. So it develop a character in you and your brother, and the best way to, the best way, well, let me take that word back. I don't even like really using that. I'm trying to be politically correct in my speech. But let me say this. To honor your brother, the way you've been doing and the way he did you, just continue to do what you want. You know, if you get time or you get space, tap into what he was doing and add it into whatever you're doing so that the rest of the world, the people that he were engaged with, well, we're saying, okay, this is his brother. His brother's picking up a little bit piece of this. Because remember, your life really is not your own. Feel me? That's deep. That's deep. That's really deep. The fact that we're having this conversation is, again, this is not about our individual lives. It's about a collectivity of lives. The people that are listening, they're listening to a collectivity of lives. And that leads me to, to this right here. Uh, I put out a thing called the agenda after I heard that the Christian and the company watched a few days ago after coverage. There is basically no more per se Christian They have a new flag now. They're united as a corporation, which I suggest is there. Their flag is red and blue. One half is red and one half is blue. One of them is several flags, but they're protesting police brutality, police killing. So the one 
thing that the entire United States was fearful of, and it got more killed, is the uniting power. Separate from the same state. That's why they're going in and out. You're going in and out, bro. One second. Uh, it's that time. Yeah, but um, make an announcement. This conflict politics, T25CO.com, this Galaxy Talk Radio. This is your boy, Lorenzo Murphy. Monday nights live on TV5CL.com. You can get an app on your phone. Talk about the app on your phone. T25, the number CL.com, the app. This is a 24-hour radio station. Worldwide distribution on music. Worldwide distribution on movies. You know what I'm saying? If you got books you're trying to sell, if you got, even if you want to start your own radio show, you let me know. We can plug it up. You know what I mean? We can do a prison reform reentry radio show. We can create that. You know what I mean? That's what this platform is for. If you have any ideas uh, uh, which you've never done, but you thought about doing, give me a hit me up. Let's make this happen. That's what this plat this is what this platform is for. So you know what I mean? So anybody that's out there that have a great idea, that want to do something different, that want to step out the box, and let's take this to the galaxy because it is called Galaxy Talk Radio. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, let's do this. We have an opportunity. We have an opportunity to make history. You know what I mean? We have an opportunity to be the first ones. You know what I'm saying? And, and y'all know how that is when you be the first ones. They're going to forget about us because everybody's going to come still and copy what we do. Or they're going to try. That's why when we do it, we got to do it better than better, greater and greater. You know what I'm saying? So. That's that's what we up against, and that's what we for, and that's what I'm for. I'm ready to go for it. Like I like what that 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 brother said, and that's exactly what I said to myself. That I need my brother. To, I need to go talk to my brother, so he can pass some of that positive energy that he left behind, and give me some of that game that I don't have. I don't have all the game. I didn't. I got my own game. I got, but I need to. What he was doing. I need some of that. I need some of that energy. I need some of that spirituality. I'm gonna sit up and talk to him. You know, I'm gonna ask him, brother, give me some of that. And it's just that easy. He ain't gone. He's still here in spirit. I ain't speaking about no hocus pocus, nothing. I'm speaking on some real stuff. Yet, and if y'all know what I'm speaking about, y'all understand what I'm saying. You know, his spirit is still here. Um, he was actually cremated, so he's like gone now. You know what I'm saying? His flesh is not here no more. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I just want not apologize, but I just want to just, you know, you got to be careful when you talk about these type of things. You know, you run people off. A lot of people fear death. They don't like speaking about it, you know. But like I said, this is my show, and that's what I want to talk about. You know what I'm saying? So. Is there anything else people want to talk about just besides what I'm talking about? You know what I mean? Is there subjects, a uh, subject that somebody want to speak about? You know what I'm saying? Peace. All right. Hey, um, 
Radio from my brother Jay, and um, I've been listening in, and my heart is humbled, and I offer you my condolences for your loss, as well as to your family, and I myself have been home now for about two years, I just finished up on a 15-year federal bid, and what I have noticed coming into society is that uh, man is very selfish. Hmm. Man and woman is very selfish. Um, I've heard this before that it is human nature for us to be selfish, but it's at like an all-time high out here now. Yeah. You know, so, um, you know, you have this uh, so-called uh, 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 microwave generation. How people just want uh, instant gratification in all things in life. Like they they want what they want right now, and it's a uh, it's a world full of do for yourself, and you get this amongst those who you may consider or thought that they were your friends. Um, I come from the school of thought of the nation, the nation of Islam, the nation of God, the nurse. So uh, it kind of helps me navigate through life. I, I recall the messenger, uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, Stating that um, with friendship in all walks of life, that is the aspect of heaven as a hero on earth. When a man has friendships in all aspects of life, but yet, how many of us achieve heaven here in this lifetime? Mm. So, that is something to look at. Um, but nowadays, you know, we have certain bonds, and I believe it was the brother Imhotep uh, speaking on how these these like minds attract. So, yeah, there will come a time in our lives where though we have made uh, a degree of elevation, we have made progress, where though the friends of old diminish and new friends come. And they just happen to come in your walks of life. Uh, wherever you are at or wherever you place yourself, these like minds will attract to you. And when these like minds attract to you, it's how you begin to cultivate and develop that friendship, you know, for you should be going through this and not have these set individuals in your corner on your side 
offering you condolences or uh, just to check out to see your well-being. You know, it's a testament of the type of world we live in now. Right. You're so right. You know, it, it, it really is. And that is something that you should begin to shape your mind around because that's that's what we're dealing with. Um, so don't don't even think that it just comes to individuals there. You know, it's out here as well. You know, and it took actually it didn't take me a lot of time to accept it because coming from a, a incarcerated you know platform, being incarcerated for so many years and not having individuals uh, reach out to you. Um, I was somewhat accustomed to it. I was used to it. But to come into the world and really feel it, it was something else. So I was able to better deal with it. But yet, still, you know, it, it, it doesn't ease your heart. It, it, it doesn't make the situation right. But, um, I mean, that's just the reality of it. Like, man, man is very selfish now. You know, when I speak on man, I'm speaking on this human human nature, human beings, you know what I mean? Regardless of the color, right? They are very selfish, so um, that's just, that's another, you know, messed up aspect of life that uh, we're living in. So, the, back to what I was saying, the, 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 friend, the new friendships, the new bonds that... You get now, you have to cherish them. You have to cultivate them. You know, you have to reciprocate that energy because, I mean, it's a gift. It's a gift and a blessing to really have someone in your corner, someone you can consider your friend, someone that you born with. Yeah, for real. For real, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's some real talk. Go ahead. Now, hey, um, I wanted to see if... um. T. Boski, is you on the line too? Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm here, I'm inviting so many people. I'm trying to remember who I all invited tonight. So, uh, T. Boski, um, would you like to elaborate a, a little bit on that friendship or, or, or uh, how you felt about a missing loved one that, that, that passed away? Would you like to uh, put your input in there? Um, yeah. I, I didn't catch the beginning, so I was kind of listening just to kind of, you know, get a hold of what the conversation is or whatever. But, man, as far as condolences and so on and so forth, I, I definitely understand that. You know, my last experience really with that main one that really got a, you know, you know, something to see is, is when, when Junior Boy passed away, got killed, you know, and making it from Vegas to L.A. to, to, to the funeral, I didn't want to do it, you know. And it was just a part of me that just kind of just, I guess, not to validate the experience or something, you know. But um, yeah. So it, 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 and then it goes to studying too. You know, I've been getting into seeing some of the studies out here, as far as through YouTube and so on and so forth, like Bobby Hemet. You know, I've been kind of finding studies, and it's kind of a way to study as being behind a wall, you know, you got people you trade books with, you know, somebody hip you, 
to, you know, it may be a book about the ancestors or, you know, the destruction of black civilization or whatever. And, um, you know, that's, that, that, that's our way of growing while we there, you know, and, and then it shows when we get out in the best way we can. And so now I'm seeing here at this moment, you know, in the past month or so, how YouTube can be used to study, you know, and even to get perspectives on, like, ancestors. And Not that I'm in an ancestor worship or anything. However, if, you, if I was, if I knew about it more, I probably would. But, you know, just to start learning about all of these different things that and knowledges that's out here that we didn't necessarily have uh, access to in a physical form, is starting to show up on YouTube. So I want to say, like, you know, that's something we can all do. So And also to just investigate certain topics maybe. But I've seen some things on there as far as ancestors, you know, just and and, and realizing that when when whenever they're talking about gods and, you know, biblical history, Quranic history, whatever history, you know, any history, Greek, Roman, Moorish, whatever, you know, it's still, in a sense, a form of study because no matter how far back you look, wherever you look, eventually it's going to lead to black people, you know, and that's us. And that's part of why we, you know, in some way, shape, or form, it got to be related to us experiencing this persecution, and you know, in this particular way, you know, and that's a way that we connect our ancestors. So when we lose people, yeah, they still here, you know, like and to be able to see little signs and learn how to recognize their presence in this physical form. You know, this is one of the things, like I said, with YouTube and, you know, just trying to find the flow of a spiritual awakening or whatever. You know, YouTube has become a part of that to learn that. So for it to be a topic right now is like after after learning about it, this is the first time I'm actually speaking about it. But, you know, so it's like I try to just be a little more aware of when we, our spirits and our ancestors and our loved ones that have recently passed that still got their minds on us and still want to see us, uh, you know, transition to a better mind state or whatever, that they are present in our lives, you know? And that's, right. that's kind of just what we're going through. So, so and, and, and it don't have to be put into some any type of label. Like, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm worshiping ass. Uh, you know, my folks such and such uh, contacted me. You know, it don't have to be, or I'm a channeler now, or I'm you know, it doesn't have to fall into no category whatsoever. Just however you build that relationship and how it, you know, can spread to everybody else. And me, you know, and I can spread it to somebody else to reconnect our energy to our ancestors, to the memories, you know, because it's some type of amnesia that as black people we have, whether it's through slavery or whatever, it's still a form of amnesia that's upon our, our collective spirit. You know, because right. finding out who we are. Like, who are you? Like, people have asked me, like, who are you? And I'm like, damn. And I, I remember being in the county jail. We had one of them uh, science fiction books we spread around in the hole. And, and, and part of it was, you know, they, these, this way the aliens, their greeting was, what's your identity? You know, that was their greeting. You know, and you had to know your identity, not your name, not your occupation. You know, and as a different alien race, you have to answer to them and say, what's the idea? They just come and ask, you know? 
So it has to be a form of ambiguous for them to be able to just directly answer that and express that all the way, you know? Right, right. And right. that answer is what I mean. You understand if you're one of those paths, we are closer to our ancestors in, in a spiritual way. You know, some of the physical shit in this fucking uh, easy to, to, to get in the way and clog our spiritual vision of that. You know, through food and uh, attention, distraction, and all that stuff. Uh, knowledge, when things are happening in our life, that's what I'm working on that. So I, 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 I'm i just with it. Yeah. Ain't got to be no type of title, no type of joint, no type of organization. It ain't got to be nothing. But it can be that if that's how it goes. You know what I mean? A bunch of organizations just want to push, you know. And also, as you mentioned, with uh, starting shows and stuff, I'm really like, you know, it's, it's crossing my mind. Cause I got a little feel, so I'm putting putting some effort into some type of stuff. I definitely want to be talking to you about that. All right, all right. Now, this is Compton Politics Radio. My my big brother, Lorenzo, is the host. This is your little brother, Brother Jay, the co-host. I wanted to see is there any uh, who want to step up to the mic and uh, let their voices be heard. Is, is Sister Porsche out there? Heather? I wanna I wanna hear from a woman's perspective real quick before the man get the mic again. So uh so we, we wanna hear from a woman's perspective right now. So um do you wanna uh elaborate more on what what's been talked about or do you wanna uh, tackle another issue that's of great importance as well? Um, I would like to tackle a different issue while we have, you know, such limited time right now. Yeah. Yeah, we got 30 more minutes. We got 30 more minutes. We got 30 minutes. The album came out, so I'm like, I I really want people to go check that out, the Heather Badass. And I have my own little taco, uh, my own little radio show, too, um, called Taco Tuesday, where I'll be putting, like, a lot of artists and stuff on there. And I feel like a lot of the artists that I know... I feel like they're hella dope, like hella dope, and it's worth seeing. And then it's like you kind of understand more real and what people are actually going through than this trash ass radio that you have to listen to on the regular. But um, I wanted to throw that out there, you know, and keep your mind right, spirit right, you know, make sure you're stretching and everything every day. And look in a positive direction. <laughs> There's right. always a light. You just gotta kind of move around. You feel me? And whenever you see all those people want to be in some kind of dark place, like find somebody that's gonna bring you back. Because each day is a blessing. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Bless for it all. Yes. And if you ain't happy, change it. <laughs> That's right. These laws where it's like, man, I can walk out of this house right now. And it's like, I might be in debt, but it's like, I have to move somewhere else and go start all over again. Well, you know, that's, 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 that
Hey, thank you, Heather. Uh, do we have any more uh, women out there that want to um, make their um, voices known? Hey, hey, the motel. The motel. Huh? I think your boy's on too. Which uh, one? Uh, what's his name? Uh, hey, I just clicked him in. Who did I just click in? Who that Assad? No, your homie that always call in. Assad, uh, uh, uh Scary. Which? No, uh, Bo. Oh, I, I, I can't pronounce his name. Many of us. What about what? Oh, that's Assad. Hey, how you doing? His. Hey, how you doing, Assad? You want to introduce yourself? Who's not familiar with you? Huh? I said, do you want to introduce yourself for the people, for these uh, people who's not familiar with you, and uh, do you want to elaborate on anything that we covered uh, thus far? I, I just got on right now. I didn't. Uh, I, I didn't even oh, know uh, what the topic was. Well, the topic was, uh, you know, brother Lorenzo. He lost his big brother, and so we uh, sent our condolences out to him and his family. And uh, we went on to speak on friendship, about uh, what is your idea of friendship. And uh, if if you don't want to elaborate on that, do you have anything that's connected to any of these subjects that you would like to elaborate on? Because we have 30 minutes, and I invited a lot of people from all over the nation that's listening in tonight. So if you want to uh, elaborate and uh, 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 go ahead and let your voice be known, brother. Now, I just want to go ahead and go for it and shoot, uh, shoot my condolences uh, to the brother Lorenzo, man. You feel me? So I understand this is a, this is a trying time right now. Uh, He's going through something. So, uh, yeah, I just want to send my condolences. And thanks for he, he still be uh, here for us. You know what I'm saying? To let the voice be heard. So, yeah, appreciate that. For sure, for sure. Uh, they just actually just sent me the link. So if anybody want to go tomorrow, if you can't make it out to the facility tomorrow to support me and my family, uh, at Punch Television, uh, I do have the uh, the website, the internet company that's going to be live broadcasting. So uh, I appreciate if everybody tune in tomorrow night at 8:30, wherever you at. If you're in New York, you can tune in at 11:30. Uh, just try to click up with Jay. Uh, I'm actually it's Jay. I just sent you the, uh, the internet company that's going to show my brother funeral in New Zealand tomorrow, uh, third Wednesday, but it's going to show in California on the West Coast. Cause they're 19 hours ahead i'm really excited because everything is coming through you know what i'm saying um yeah. it's all about connections man and that's what i'm saying how to how you know uh you never know who's gonna step up for you in a time of need when you unexpectedly i didn't know that you know punch tv was gonna step up and open up their doors and, and let me show my brother's funeral there to the world not only my brother's funeral is going to be at the largest uh, pro international basketball stadium in New Zealand. Also in the United States, a company stepped up for me and us so we can see the funeral. And that's major to me. That's a blessing to me. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm just like really excited. Like, you know, like I say, we have to make history on ourselves. We have to do things for the first time sometimes. Sometimes. We have to sacrifice. Somebody got to be the sacrifice for all of us to come together. You know what I'm saying? So 
man, it's just a lot. I'm just full right now. You feel what I'm saying? I'm excited because, you know, I will be able to help let other people learn about who my brother was. You feel me? And, and, and when y'all watch this, when y'all watch this funeral tomorrow online, I want y'all to think about this. My brother, when he passed, we didn't have to come out, no problem, no nothing. Everything was already set up. This dude set his life up to the last day that he passed, man. And that's just like, that's incredible to me. You know what I'm saying? That's like, it's so hard out here for people. And I'm speaking about the homelessness, the mental illness, and, and how people out there in these streets that can't even got the when they die, they family members can't even find them, don't even know who they are because they don't have no IDs on them. And that's why I'm saying this is a blessing moment. This is a lesson to be learned to, to, to know that we got to work hard because we want to take care of ourselves before we go out. You know, like I said, I'm not here to brag. I'm not here bragging about my brother. I'm not here trying to say, oh, my brother was this and that. But man, he was an incredible, incredible, incredible guy to go out like he did. I mean, this dude, like I said, I mean, this dude, it's, it's, it's amazing to me. It's amazing to me that a dude, while he's dying, he's still making business deals. Like I said, he opened up uh, uh, not a, actually a Red Lobster or a Steakhouse restaurant, but he opened up a restaurant, a major restaurant in New Zealand. As he, as he was passing, sometimes, most of the time, most of the time, people would just shut down and want to be You know what I'm saying? So I don't know who background that is. It's not like it's somewhere behind uh, the walls, but uh, I feel that. But uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like, so. Anybody want to elaborate on that? Because that, that, that's genuine. You don't find that. You don't find a person that just still, no matter how weak they are, know they leaving. They still about business. They still conducting business. Not even worrying about taking nothing with them. You know what I'm saying? This dude, he cremated it. He got himself cremated. He's gone now. You know what I'm saying? But he cremated himself. But he thought about like, man, I'm just imagining how my brother said, you know what? Man, I'm finna die. I'm finna pass away. But I want, you know, because he is it, it's, it's so funny because he died so fast that you know we didn't have time to go down there. You know what I'm saying? It happened so fast that it's like, I mean, it comes to the point to where my mom's are like, man, chill, what the hell? I ain't just going down there. His body is, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it wasn't trying to be funny, but it was like, why go down there if he he already passed away and he go cremate him? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, what do you do? What do you really do? You, you have to just be humble. So my mother is teaching me how to be humble. Because, I, you know, you got to understand, I couldn't go down there. You know why? And that's another thing I want to talk about. This is what we need to tell our youth. We need to tell our youth this. We need to tell our youth. Keep a straight line. Don't get caught up because the only reason why, y'all got to hear me out on this. The only reason why I could not go to New Zealand, and it fucking, and excuse me, and it hurt me so bad because of my past, because of something what I did when I was a youth, when I sold drugs in America, when I helped sit there with Freeway Ricky Ross and did what I did, that shank that came to me. 
New Zealand do not let drug dealers in their country. So even if I had the money or the passports to go, my pass hindered me from going to New Zealand. You feel what I'm saying? So my message today is we got to teach these youth, don't make mistakes, don't get caught, don't get caught up because when you're late on that line as you get older, it's gonna stop something in your life. So my past, my old drug conviction stopped me from going to New Zealand. Bad as I wanted to go, that hurt me even more. I can't even go step in the country and go get my brother. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, I just wanted to just lay that down right there because that is really something to think about. I mean, just think if that was my mother over there in another country, I can't even go get, I can't even go support my mother. So to all these youths out there that's trying to be slick and think they're getting away with stuff, learn from guys like me, like Jay, like them young ladies that have been in trouble, learn from them. Quit ignoring what adults is trying to explain to you. I know we talk long, we tell these long words, boring, but there's something between those words that we are saying. You got to catch not exactly what we say, but you got to hear the most important thing, 25 things, but only five words you need to be attached to on what I'm saying. So I just want to just lay that out. Do anybody want to come in behind me uh, with that? Because that is really something that lace our kids with. Your past will mess up your future. Do anybody yeah, want to elaborate? Can you hear me, though? Yeah. Hey, hey, yo, hey, hey, yo, hey, this is Brother Jay, right? And you said your yeah. past, about your past. I want to say something about your present. My present and people who are incarcerated like myself can also dictate whether I can go see my mother if she was the past today. These people will not, they don't care about any of that. They need every day of their time. So I am very empathetic to what you're uh, uh, speaking on. And it's, it, 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 it's a cold thing. It's a cold feeling. It, it's just, it's a part of life. But like you said, we got to get them youth and get them in tune with uh, uh, righteousness because we don't need to have them uh, uh, growing up when, once they hit 12, 13, 14 year old, they already got a record. When I mean right. by record, they'd have been arrested or something. And these are, it's these arrests that, that, that hold us back. So yeah, I do feel you and I empathize with you and, and, and many other people who, who, who are in our situation. We got to figure out a way to try to, uh, 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 to redo things to where we don't have to be um, having these marks on us to where we can't go out and, and, and go see our, our, our loved one when they're either sick or, or, or they passed away because that'll be our last time seeing them in this world right here. And I think Brother Tibet was trying to say something. Hey, Tibet, you wanted to say something? Sure. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, we hear you. Okay. Yeah, we hear um, you good. I, I would like to uh, just state that the way the brother left, 
the left is uh, the left the planet you know how he had his life so organized to the point of his death uh, is something that we really don't see much of in our communities you know the right. uh, black black and brown communities you know um and it also shows a testament to how strong his thought and his will was in connection will as in um his his will within you know not his written will how that um he just had his life so mapped out that in his demise he was still able to uh take care of that himself instead of leaving the burden on his family to do because we see that a lot in the black community that's what i'm you know? saying man that's what i'm saying brother that's what i'm saying man yeah we, we see a whole lot of that like we got to scrap up money to bury up one of our loved ones and all of a sudden people come up missing don't have uh, uh the monetary means to chip in you know so f- for the brother to have all that in order and in the process of that be still laying down business ventures to the day he left you know that's that's something to be uh, uh admired and and strived after not only that but for him to leave america like a country he was born and raised in to go on the other side of the planet and be able to erect all this i mean that's a, also a testament of greatness you know how he was able to go somewhere else you know be accepted and loved amongst that community to the point where as though they're opening up a stadium you know for for his remembrance you know all of that is to be looked at and it's something that the youth in earshot should should pay attention and take heed to i mean like this is how it's to be done i mean and this is the um this is you know this is this is showing our greatness you know what i mean this is this is that's black excellence right there you know that's black excellence Most to definitely. come from an to come from an environment that we know of how corrupt and um decadent and low down it could be to rise up out of that to leave this country and to make your mark in the world on foreign soil. Exactly. exactly. That's really something to be looked at, man. So, like, yeah, I, I, I hope they do celebrate this man. I really hope they do, and, and they give him his just due on his way leaving the planet. Uh, thank you That's so much. Nice. You know, I, no, I, can I really you hear me? thank you. Uh, I really do thank you for that, man, because I just want to feel like if I'm trying to. Um, you know, like I said, that's my brother, so I can do that. But at the same time, I'm looking at the artistic part about him. You know, like that brother just said, man, this dude was dying. He was still conducting business. He opened up, opened up a fat restaurant, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, dang. And just like incredible, that spirit, that spirit of people's spirits is so strong. It's, hey, so can you hear me? Yes, yes, I can. Can you hear me, Mr. Terrell? Yeah. 
You can hear me? Can y'all hear me? Jay, can you hear me, Jay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, yeah, we good. Yeah, we good. Yeah, this, this brother Terrell, man, um, you know, I talked to Zoe this morning, man. That's that's my guy. And, um, you know, he was telling me the whole, the whole little story about his bro and how he was, you know, on his deathbed and, you know, still making business ventures, you know. You know, that was his purpose in life. And like the brother just explained so eloquently that he went from here to another part of the world, which is still our part of the world, because we ruled this thing from the beginning. We just in uh, this wilderness of North America where, you know, your domination is, is, is trying to set itself apart from our history. And, it, and uh, the teachings that they do here, it, it has a lot of our people misguided. To, to where they don't know that they're kings and queens, you know, and, and we're the uh, the big culture that makes this world pump, the blood that is pumping. And um, it's it just, it's profound, man, what that brother did, you know what I mean? To go over there and, and, and do the things he was doing, but it was his purpose. He was purpose-driven, you know, and, and it went all the way to his grave. He was still making deals, but guess what? When he left, he had everything organized to where, Lorenzo and his mom didn't have to do nothing because he had it organized. And that's something that, you know, like my, my brother, when he passed in, in 05, my mom had a life insurance on him. So we didn't have to scrap and get a car wash. But being in our communities, that's the normal thing. So people was like, oh, hey, how are we going to do a car wash? I was like, you know what? If y'all want to do a car wash, fine. That's cool. The money can go to his kids. But my mom paid for that already. But it just goes to show that it's when when people perish in our communities, that's the normal thing now. Nobody has money for the the family don't have money to you know to to, to supply a six or five thousand dollar basic funeral because people are we're living so foul out here. And like the other brother from Brooklyn that just did that fifteen years of saying earlier, he just got out and, and 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 man, man is selfish, man. It's not self. It's not a lot of selfish people out here in this community and in the world, you know what I mean? And it's like, I just did a little second piece, and I'm still in the halfway house right now as I speak to you guys. And um, we were just talking about this on a, on a, uh, on a podcast last night from Bible the Tribe and how, you know, society is so jacked up and, and our people are so misguided and running around like chickens with their heads cut off because they talking about they chasing a the bag when they ain't chasing the bag. They just really existing and, and being the crabs in the bucket, keeping that syndrome alive, as opposed to trickling it down to our youth and letting them know, listen, we kings and queens, we come from a great lineage. We have to get back on that line to teaching our kids and our youth, as opposed to keep letting them go by this falsehood that so many of us have been caught up in. That's the purpose. That's my purpose now. That's one of the dual purposes that I have in my life is to continue to try to break this cycle, man. You know, and, and that's why I appreciate my brother Lorenzo for having this show and Brother Jay and all the other brothers that's up in there in the penitentiaries, man, making it work, man, and making change. Because that's the only way we're going to do it. we got to change in a universal level. You know what I mean? Because the stars is lining up, brothers and sisters. We just have to connect the dots, man. You know, you know the creator is stronger and the creator of the universe. So ain't nothing bigger and stronger than him. And we his people. We, put, we the messengers, we the vessels that's carrying all this positive energy out here on the physical. So we got to continue to trickle this stuff down to our kids and our youth. Cause if you look around, brother, 
They letting the brothers out that they've been down 10, 20, 30 years at 60 years old, 70 years old. They can't do no more with them. They didn't got their 20, 30, 40 years out of them. They want their grandchildren and great-grandchildren. They want my grandchildren. Yeah. They, didn't, they didn't got 20 years out of me, and I'm only 47. But they want our yeah. grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Our, children, our seeds has not even been in planet yet. That's who the, the systematic oppression of America wants because jail is big business. So we have to get our minds in a collective state of being to reverse this cycle, to break this bullshit, falsehood, Jim Crow cycle, lynch cycle. We got to, brother. This is our mission. But we have to do it in unison from all over this planet, man. And we know what it is because we here. We've been oppressed. And we got it now. It, it might take us 10 or 20 years to get it, but we got it. Now that we got it, we got to continue to press forward because they can't chop one head off like they did with Markham, like they did with Malcolm. You know, it's not one leader doing this. We're a collective team. And that's the biggest thing about this right now. It's not just one person. It's a movement, man. And it's a universal divine movement that's steering all of us to be where we are right now on this station, man, getting these jewels dropped from everybody that's on the line. And I just want to say thank you, Lorenzo, for doing what you're doing, man. You're an incredible man, man. Uh, you're doing and making your mark right here in America, as your brother did in New Zealand. And your work is profound, and you're going to continue to do what you do. It's my pleasure and honor to continue to be working with you and call you my brother. You know what I mean? And, you know, we're just going to continue making strides, man. And, um, you know, for anybody that didn't catch the podcast that I did yesterday, on uh, Buy With The Tribe. It's available on morsemedia.com, uh, man. And we had a good uh, hour conversation about reentry and anti-recidivism, man, because when we get out these prisons, if we ain't got our minds right and confidence level built up to say, fuck that shit, I ain't going back to jail, and I'm going to teach my kids and my family and, and future generations from not doing the same thing I did, repeat my cycle, Man, we in a losing cause. You know what I mean? So that's what the show was about, and it was some profound words that were saying and messages that was going across, and um, it was powerful, man. And we're going to do another show as well, but I just wanted to let everybody know, man, that this shit is real. This ain't no play thing. So if you just on here for the games and thrills, stay the hell off these lines because uh, we moving, man. This movement is serious, and it's a divine movement. So it's either you with the devil or you with the creator. And that's mm-hmm. how it's going to go, man. And I just want to uh, thank everybody for, for chiming in, man, and let's keep this thing going, brother. And Brother Renzo, I appreciate you, man, and I'll talk to you, you know, tonight, tomorrow. We're going to keep it going, man. Brother Jay, I love y'all doing yeah, something yeah. there, man. Keep on doing what y'all doing, man. You know what I'm saying? I know I don't be uh, super... Uh, fast with my return because I be doing things on, you know, I don't be on Facebook all the time, but I, y'all are my heart, brother. Y'all are my soul. Y'all are my thought processes, man. You know what I mean? Because I'm still in it. We're in the belly of the beast still, brother, even though we're in the, in the world. You know what I'm saying? This is the devil's playground. But sooner than later, the devil is going to be crushed. You know what I mean? And those mm-hmm. who follow him going to be crushed too. So I just wanted to uh, relay that to everybody, the brothers and sisters listening. You know, and just, you know, yeah, thanks, man, for the opportunity to have this platform to speak my voice, man. And I'm gone, man. I'm here. I'm listening. 
But I'm done with the talking, man. But I appreciate everybody. Much love. That's right. That's right. Terrell, we appreciate you too, brother. Keep the struggle alive. And thank you for uh, 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 voicing your concerns and voicing everything that uh, enlightened us on what's been going on with you and your movement and how we all interconnected. Thank you. Um, I think I oh, have hey. uh, Sister Portion. Huh? Let me say one yeah, more wait, thing. Wait, hold on, hold on. Thing, I, I, I want to say yeah. one more thing before I, before I, because I forgot to tell everybody. I got a website up. It's called Lessons Learned. Lessons with a Z, learn.com. And I'm going to do a reentry class for anybody that's coming home, male or female, state or fed. Give you some intricate connections on how to get through this reentry process and do it successfully. So that's my website, lessonslearn.com, man. So contact me anytime. I'm on Facebook. Get through me through Jay or anybody else. And um, Sister Portia, I wanted to see you this weekend, but we're going to link up another time. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, hey, I want. All right, yeah, hey, hey, I got my sister Portia on the line, and uh, she's a big advocate to this prison reform. She's doing a lot for us, her and her little crew. They're doing a lot for us. And um, I wanted her to voice her concerns and everything that she has going on before we go off air. Um, Portia, could you take over, please? Absolutely. Hello, hello, hello. Um, first, foremost, you know, um, I spoke to Linda earlier, so I absolutely want to send my condolences to um, fallen soldier. I know that, um, you know, that is a hard discussion, but um, we did a great week tonight. Um, so I did come out and visit uh, Los Angeles this weekend. And uh, we had an amazing time out there strategizing with some, you know, really powerful forces um, for the upcoming legislative cycle so that we can, um, you know, change some laws to to free some of our incarcerated men and women in California. I also um, spoke with Lorenzo earlier about us getting together to, uh, format some format some kind of conference to where we can start educating our uh, younger generations out here on the political aspects of um, of just building, you know, so that they don't have to take the the route that that a lot of us have taken. It's taken for us to get in trouble for us to learn the backsides of um, politics. So. We definitely um, covered a lot of area this weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did want to get to yeah. Terrell, but we weren't able to. <laughs> it's okay. We'll link up again. We'll link up. Yeah, the struggle is real. I like to see how, how we uh, interconnect all these um, things from different parts of the world or different parts of the nation. It's a beautiful thing. Um, I want to give shouts out to um, I have also some sisters in a um, in a in a homeless shelter out of L.A. They uh, they are um, listening in patiently, and uh, some of them wanted to talk, but they also wanted to listen as well. So we got to give it up to them as well. That's that's you know in these homeless shelters. Hopefully, we can start doing things to affect change that not only affect change for these prisons as well as people on the street who are out there struggling because the struggle is real. So um, I know my brother, Emotep, he wanted to say something. Emotep, do you want to uh, say something? Yeah. 
uh, I've been listening for a minute, and uh, it was purposely good because I needed to be politically correct. What you guys are saying about the brothers, about Lorenzo's brother, that's called grown man business. That's called being mature. See, it's not supposed to be, oh, we need to recognize this because this is something special. This is what we're supposed to do in our community. This is what's done in the other community. I, before I even came to prison, did the same type of thing. Life insurance, take care of my business because I had a father that was a grown-ass man. You feel me? Now, in order to be kings and queens, see, we can pop the pop because everybody keeps saying well, we, what we need to do. The first thing we need to do is learn what's true and what's not and not live a politically correct life, which means I'm going to let people die and suffer so that I can sound politically correct. What's true is true. Sun rises in the east and sets in the west, and it doesn't matter what you think, feel about it, or it's politically correctness. What we have to do is start being true to ourselves. If you're not true and real with yourself, then you can't be true to anyone else. And we can pop all of the pop, what they call uh, verbally masturbating, you know, jacking off at the mouth. A lot of people seem to do that. And people like us sit in here and other people out there because the actual real issues and solutions are never said. We have an enemy, or we'll say we have a small group of people called the powers that be. They're telling you how to fight them. We lose. California went from six prisons to 38 prisons. The people in California need to be real careful in what they say. Follow the leader is what we did in elementary school. You know what I'm saying? So in order to talk about I'm a king or I'm a queen, each king and queen knew how to run a country. They knew about having uh, money, food, and, and, and people and things set to the side for emergencies and so on. They had to deal with people's plumbing. They had to deal with houses, religious needs, educational needs. They had to deal with a whole lot of things other than say, I'm queen or I'm king. You know what I'm saying? This is what some, some of us have been doing in here, is learning science, biology, sociology, economics, everything necessary so that we can teach these youngsters what time is. I get along with almost every youngster because one thing, it doesn't matter what area he wishes to speak on, I can speak give him a solution to his particular problem. Don't tell a dude, hey, man, don't sell that dope and feed your newborn baby when you can't give him something else in return. Nonprofit organizations do not supply homes and, and cars and baby formula and diapers. So this is an economic system that they say is the greatest system in the world, and America will allow you to build anything that you want to build as long as it generates profit. You understand? So we don't really be about the business of foundation. You feel me? We need to teach them how to be economically sound. We need to teach them how to invest with each other. See, we can talk and talk and, oh, I'm too busy and this and that. But watch this. Doing the same old thing just makes the person doing it feel good. Mm -hmm. What's up? And I'm going to repeat this to you guys once again. All of these laws that they claim they're passing, way before and in 2007, when? Due diligence. 1437, the juvenile, all of those laws have already been in effect. You have United States Court cases, 
mistaken, senior home, but we have forgotten that America is about the dumbing down of Americans. Everybody is based on their feelings, what I feel and my beliefs, but a belief and a feeling ain't going to feed no kid. So my point really is, I heard what you heard, the brother was a grown man. Every dude out there should have your taken care of. Have his he should be anywhere and be shouldn't be something that we celebrate to the point where it's oh wow, it's amazing. Because in these other communities I had an opportunity to grow up in both I remember when I was in junior high and not so much college to go Playing ball and other things. You feel me? Well, when I go to my other the town when I hang with my ghetto school my People, we were talking about penitentiaries and robbing, stealing, and killing. You understand? So what's socially acceptable for us is our downfall. Can we talk about cycle breaking? Yes, ma'am. The cycle breaking issue is, again, it's what you know. It's not what you feel. It's what you know that you can teach a person. So if I don't know business, then I can't help you in your economic situation. And America's built on economics. Every You go to... Instagram, it's all about show and flash and so forth. And that's what the whole by the dope deal is the only hustle in town now. Because it'll get you a nice house, car, so forth, get you a girl, get you a man, however way you want to put it. But if you don't know economics, you know that's how to That's for apply. the lazy man. That's for the lazy man. The determined man will make a way and don't have to break any bonds, any laws, any rules, and he will make that happen as well. A lazy man wants the cash fast. A hard man, he'll he'll work hard. A good man will work hard until he achieves his goal. I believe in redemption and second chances. I was a female who lived a life, but I broke a cycle. I was the first college graduate out of my family. I did well for my kids. They have stocks and bonds and all of that. I'm raising kings and queens. They're well-spoken, well-behaved and everything, but it starts with your upbringing. It starts with you breaking the cycle. I went to jail. I had my life taken away from me. I fought a murder charge, and I took every penny I had and beat the case. But at the end of the day, I'm going to stay vigilant on me. I'm going to work on me. I'm going to keep giving accolades. I'm not going to let anybody tell me what I can't do because I have a felony. I have one degree. If I can't use that, then I'll go obtain another one. But I won't stop. I'll braid hair. I'll clean houses. I'll do whatever I have to do to make them ends meet, but I'm not going to go on the street and flip no dope or anything like that. It's all on you. Only the weak sleep. When you get out of, you incarcerated, you know your hustle has to be a little different. You have to hustle a little harder. So excuses is excuses, but it's all on you to break that cycle. And that's how I feel like you you can't keep saying, oh, well, we don't have this or we don't have that. You didn't work to get it, so no, you don't have it. When they don't have insurance and stuff in the hood, they're not working to get that. Everybody in the hood is not broke. You know what I'm saying? But people become a victim of their own circumstances. You can't pity you and woe is me. You can't, they keep speaking about this man, the man. Who is the man? I have yet to meet the man who oppressed us. We oppressed us. I want to know when we ever had brotherhood because a black man killed Martin Luther King and a black man killed Malcolm X in front of his children. So I wanted to know when has black men ever had unity when they're always too busy hating on each other. It's a cycle that has to start now because it's ne- it never was. It never existed. We're living on folklore. You said the truth, right? The truth is we've never been united from the beginning. So it has to start now. But where do you start? 
She said, but we had our own mind. The reason we have problems and the old saying, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And that's true. People who stand for something, they know who they are. You just said it. You break you you determine who and what you are. But as this this, this society, no matter what people like and feel, it's institutionalized racism. It's based on race. Its economic system is based on exploitation, the same exploitation that everybody forgot about. In 1863, they so-called freed the slaves. The war wasn't over until 1865, so they had us fighting for two more years. You feel me? Still. Well, one thing I will say, I might have a number, but I'm not a statistic. I'm out with the jail, but I'm not going to be what they tell me that I have to be. Like I said, I have one degree. I can't use it. It's in criminal justice. I have a felony right now. But when I get that expunged because I work hard, I pay my fines. I do what I'm supposed to do. Now I've been approved to travel and everything. I do everything that I'm supposed to do. So I'm going back to school for culinary arts. I'm going to try another avenue. But I will be great. I'm not just going to lay down and die because they put a felony on me or they put me in jail and said I did something that I really didn't do. So I'm going to stay vigilant within me. It all starts with self. And that's, that's, that's exactly it. Like I said, it's, it's what you know. Everything she just said was knowing. She didn't say anything. She spoke on what she knew. And that's the world. And that's what this is about. We have dudes in their 20s and 30s still acting like they're 15 and 16 because it's been socially acceptable within our communities. So, again, like she said, it's about you, but it's about those who claim to be in conditions to sit down and call the next person and say, well, look, I got whatever amount of money and we have this. We have to develop or redevelop our communities. We have to redevelop and develop what it is that we want to do. We can't just keep following the leader. Well, this is what so-and-so did. Well, guess what? Just like the sister said, almost all of the brothers that came before us, they failed because everybody keeps doing the same thing. So, I mean, I don't want to go too far into that, but watch this. This is America. It's an economic community. You can use economics to build your community up and at the same time liberate their mind. They must understand when, where, and how America is. Not a fantasy, not a sound bite, not a news bite, but they need the real hard facts. And when people find out, like, do you know what the actual legal title of black people is? It's called national, but not a citizen at birth. You're also enabled a non-resident alien. It's in the United States Code. But the people that claim to be in criminal justice and everything, how could I, in prison, know about things that the whole free world and all these computers don't know? This is what it comes down to, what we know and don't know, and who determines what our direction is. So about the unity thing, when we develop and find out who and what we are, then we can move forward. But as a bunch of individuals without one cause and one purpose, then guess what? My platform is, do you hear them just screaming? 
kids is being raped and murdered right now as we speak in pop politically correct uh, uh, rhetoric. You understand? People are dying. Real lives are We do. Actions are like they're in. To get that out there for the people to comprehend that uh, we spend as black people over a trillion dollars a year, but we're not spending it with each other. So that's why I use the term verbally masturbate. It's easy to jump up. So let's be about the business. Let's really be about the business to stop people from crying and sisters from being raped in the military. The police rape their own. We scare what we, we, we talk crazy and want to whoop each other and Jerry Springer style, but we don't want to talk about the sisters and brothers that had to form their own black union within the police department, the military and everything else. So please stop with the being scary and spooky about telling the truth. What they say, the truth will set you free. To keep you locked up. So I just wanted to get those few little little tidbits out there because we're short on time. But uh, I want to say this: my push is unconditional. That means I love my people and the one people of this planet without conditions. Everybody is doing the best they can with the little or or lot they know. The issue is we need to come together as one people and plan it. Yes, yes. A lot of input that we're getting tonight. This is a beautiful night. I'm glad that we got a lot of women to partake in uh, a lot of our discussion tonight. And uh, once again, we got the people who didn't make it to two today. And uh, I'm just excited about what's going on tomorrow with my brother Studio. I don't know what's going on in the background, but I can't really yeah, I'll hear. I'm going to put people right now. Hold on a minute. Hold on. Just. Yeah, hello? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we're going yeah. in and out. I think we're um we still got brother Tibet on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, some here, bro. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and uh go on and spread us some of that um that love from the East Coast so we can know how it is over there, brother. Let us let us hear from over there. What's going on? Oh, brother, this uh elevation, man. Um I gotta say this is refreshing to be able to uh, link with conscious minds throughout the nation and uh, hear the different um, the different uh, 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 for lack of better words what, what other individuals are involved in you know uh, I heard uh, what uh, the sisters platform was the other brother dealing with uh, reentry and uh, you know some of the just this is the point. It's good to link with conscious minds and hear these things, but more or less, man, it's just all about elevation, you know, showing growth in myself and other individuals 
uh, that surround me, you know, back to these friendships and these bonds, you know, dealing with like minds. And my circle's small. My circle's small because this is how I choose to have it, you know what I mean? After going through what I've went through and uh, being at at the age that I am, you know, the nonsense, you know, I, I had to leave the nonsense alone, you know, and uh, show some type of progression, you know, to myself and to my family. But uh, more or less, I'm here, man. I mean, I'm all opposed, you know. Um, I'm glad that uh, Brother Lorenzo has has a platform like this. And uh, I'm just here to support. Yeah, that's right. And we, we appreciate it. We, we, we really do appreciate it. We appreciate the, uh, everybody that come and lend their voice here. You know, there's many times that I be wanting to talk, but um, this isn't just about me. It's about the people. And, um, you know, I try to give everybody time to spread their love, get their word out there, uh, get their Facebook, their Instagrams, or whatever it is that they want to get out there. But in the, at the end of the day, everything is about bringing us together to become uh, a moving force within our communities to change the, the mindsets of the people. So uh, let me see, is uh, Tiboski, are you still there? Pardon me, Jack. Huh? Can I, can, I get that, can I get that information again, uh, the brother who was working on the, the reentry aspect? Okay, that's okay. That's my brother Terrell. Hey, brother Terrell. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, um, brother Tibet. Hey, brother Tibet from um, uh, um, New York. He's on the line right now. He wanted you to uh, uh, get that information back out there to him again because I think he's very interested in what you was uh, talking about. Uh, right, could you? Um, um, I'm, I'm gonna give you the website real quick so they can get a few more minutes in. And my website is called Lessons Learned. Lessons with a Z, L E S S O N Z, L E A R N E D dot com. And just hit me up on that, brother. You can take my number down to 323 537 5908. You can hit me on either or, man. And uh, we can link up because I'm out here. I'm out here pushing, man. You know what I'm saying? Like the brother said, it's about making a movement. You know what I mean? And that's what okay, I'm about. Okay. Let me get that number again. 323-537-5908. Your name again, brother? Terrell. Terrell, thank you very and much. I got one of my roommates is from Brooklyn right in here right with me now. He got the feds, too. I'm in the federal halfway house, but I just did seven myself, 19 altogether. So hit me up anytime. Well, do thank you. All right, brother. Now, um, let me see who else. I, whoever, who else? Hey, Porto, are you still there? Porto, Porto, you still there? Huh? Sister Sissy, I heard your voice. Are you still there? Hey, motel. Yes, sir. You still there? You know that. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've been spitting your flame all night, and I, I really appreciate it, brother. Uh, I'm trying to get somebody. Hey, Tiboski, are you there? Uh, I am. All right, hey, Motel. Yeah. 
Yes, uh, I, w- I was trying to get everybody a chance to uh, get their word out there. And uh, I don't know if we offline. Well, yeah, we're still online. So go ahead and um, continue to educate us because, like I say, this is you guys' platform as well. Next week will be my time to do my thing. But right now I want, I want you guys to get y'all's in. So uh, we're about to almost finish, about to wrap up in a minute. So can you give us some close week real quick everybody is crying about the police beating killing and doing what they're doing and they're clearing the police based on police policy police policy is not law anybody to the constitution recall you can recall every everybody who was voted into a position you can kick them out they don't get do is call the Secretary of State, find out how many votes he got in there, go online, set up a site to recall this particular person, put the thing on there, get your votes, and they're out. And anybody who doesn't change that policy, and this, again, we the people, as they say, you have the power. But if you don't back, it's a good thing. Then guess what? That's why the police is going to kill you. We know everything about everything else, gossip and bullshit, all of the madness that's going on, but we don't know nothing about how to protect ourselves. As males, we have a God-given duty to protect the women and children. You understand? Females hold the cosmic womb. They create, they conceive life within them. Not only can they conceive it, but they give birth, and they can feed the newborn until it's weaned. Do you understand what we're talking about? Them little bitty kids that everybody knows to protect, brethren, we need to check ourselves. You know what I mean? But that comes with knowledge. Read through information. The issue, the issue about the people clearing them, the legislators and these crooked judges, everybody's hollering about people in jail. The judges are refusing to do their job. They were voted in or they were put in. They can be removed. You feel me? They can be removed legally. It's enough of y'all out there that's just straight victims that people in your family done wrong. And it's enough of y'all that got at least one registered voter in your You don't have to match the votes. You need one-third, pretty much one-third and one-fifth, and they're out of there. Now, you can get together. All of you people that are clean and say, well, I don't want to do nothing illegal, but take yourself down there and become part of the city of, I mean, the uh, Commerce, Chamber of Commerce, to, to, to regulate businesses and make sure businesses and other things are put into our community to help allocate the funds that come from the United States Treasury and trickle all the way down. That's what the money is for, to build and sustain a community, in it, you feel me? And it's prosperity to, to promote individual businesses. Okay? So when the people don't know nothing, we're left and we just whine. So, again, please, everybody's talking about these police. Listen, they're killing us because we don't know how to fight back. We can't match them gun for gun. That's out. When people start talking about that, please walk away from them. That's just the ramblings of a child-minded who Please understand this. Your lives matter. For real. Everything you hear me about not sacrificing one life. Now, hey, brother, brother Tep. Yes, sir. Now, I, you know, I oversee what you're saying, but Hello. most most people, 
Yes, yes, we're still here. Yeah, hey. most people don't over. Yes. Thank you, my brother. Yes. Yes. Because. Huh? You're going in and out. Yeah. Yeah. Works. Hold on. Hold on one second. Uh, no, hey, I think I, th- I think it's I think the reception is real bad on uh, Compton Politics Radio right now. My brother Lorenzo, the host of Compton Politics Compton Politics Radio, I think that uh, there's technical difficulties, so we might have to shut this down a little early. And uh, once again. We all send our condolences out to Mr. Lorenzo and his family and all of those people who have lost people in the struggle and just lost people in general. Um, Brother Tep, do you have any closing words before we go out? Yes. People, please learn. Fill your head with something meaningful and do what you say. Tired. Wow. Up in a few hours. Well, I guess somebody somebody crossed the lines with us. So hey, go on and on close out, Tell, because I, I got to keep going. People who are concerned in the prison movement, you need to understand that these 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 correctional officers that are actually police, they signed a contract they individually are bound by. Now, if you want to help us, what helps us in here is for people out there to voice outside of, you know what I mean, we don't want to just this this law. That's another arena. We're not taking away from that. But they need to know that they can't keep running and doing sales. There's dudes in here are brothers and just people in general trying to learn uh, to find business, other different things. Okay. I appreciate you, Brother Tep. I appreciate you, all you brothers and sisters that came in and uh, let your voices be heard. There's a lot of technical difficulties right now. And uh, we're going to sign off uh, maybe next week, same time, same place. Y'all come busy and uh, tell us what's going on. You guys come up here and how we can get the solution to it. It's your brother Jay. And I'm signing off. Hey, thank you, everybody. All right, brother Jay. See you later. All right, peace, brother. Talk to you later, brother. All right. Peace to all you guys, guys and women. Peace to love you, too. All right, one love. Peace, one love. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.